New Year's resolutions, offensive foods, and Shammy shakes Frosty and Brian. This is Staying In. Completely lost internet then, for some reason. I am on Talk Talk, wow. so I'm probably getting hacked. Yay! Topical. Yay! Yay! Hello, Hello whoever's joined us. <laughs> Hello, pirates. <laughs> yeah, we're like, talking about comics, <laughs> movies, and going to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? Um, I bet they're like talking, no. talking of hacking. I don't know Fuck if this is on the podcast, but it's an interesting fact that you know that it was revealed that the um, what's the name of the agency in America, the N- NSA, NSA, when they started hacking into people's webcams all across the country to try and look for illegal terrorist activity, what they actually found for um, what what they actually found is that the staggering amount of people using their webcams for sex acts they didn't find a single person or find a single case of terrorism using this method but what they did find is the um, uh, strange proportion of people in America using webcams for sex acts and it's written in an NSA document somewhere about how like <laughs> fantastic uh, I like looking at um, people's like what the, when, careful Chris <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah where are we yeah, going yeah. with Chris the, this this feels like it's a confession and I'll start as a, I'll start as I mean to go on but when I was when I was uh, a student I remember like wife um, I would I would try and get Wi-Fi wherever I could basically and you get a list of people's Wi-Fi connections in the area didn't actually it didn't hack into anyone's but there's some hilarious kind of like um, like uh, Wi-Fi um, like usernames. My favourite one was um, <laughs> Happy Christmas, David. <laughs> uh, someone had clearly bought David um, a router for Christmas or the internet, and uh, that was lovely in December time. But when you when you saw it floating around in June, they hadn't bothered to change it. What do, what do you think they did? Do you think they're like yeah. David? Oh, oh, it's Christmas Day, David. It's Christmas Day. Oh, tries to run downstairs. Like, no, check the SSIDs. <laughs> <laughs> but man, we haven't had internet since. Try connecting. Oh, hey, Christmas. There's also a few like I've, I've seen a few like FBI surveillance fans. Like that's the one it says that their username is surveillance fans. It's quite good. But Happy Christmas, David is my personal favourite. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, even though this is going to come out on New Year's Day, I I think we've got to just acknowledge the fact that we're recording it when we're recording it. Oh yeah, of course. Right. Don't, I don't so think record, we should try and pretend that we're not recording it after right, Christmas. So we're recording it on the thirty first of December. <laughs> what I'm saying is, let's not pretend that we're doing it before Christmas, uh, doing it after Christmas and stuff so, like that. So, so Dan, what are you looking forward to in 2017? I know, I know, we're recording this early, but I have, I have already decided my New Year's resolution. Have you actually? It's something that's evolved naturally throughout the year. Like halfway through the year, I stopped myself from using the word bored. Like I just, I just, I've just taken it out of my vocabulary. That whenever I feel like, I, why are we, like, what were you, what, what like bored? board game? No, bored as in. All right. There's not a board game to play. Floorboards. I'm bored. Um, now, now you see you guys are making me say it like this. Uh, sorry, <laughs> damn you! Um, but, uh, no, it was just like he's off the wagon. Quick. I felt like there's that saying that boring people are never bored. Yeah. So I've always felt like right, if I can 
stop using the word bored, like people stop using the word no and lots of things, good things happen to them. A bit like Michael J. Fox in his Lucky Man colon the memoir. Nice link. Um, thanks, Dan. Colon <laughs> the memoir is a very different movie. Um, so I just like halfway through this year, I just stopped using the word bored. And I found myself like, if I've been in a situation where I'm not doing something and because I've restricted myself in my in in a way of expressing that situation i found myself actually not getting bored at all like i've always found something to do hmm. i've always busy myself with something or i found the virtue in something that may have been considered tedious and mind-numbing because so you, so you ha- it's not just the case of that you've thought of different ways of saying it. You've not just sat there and said, well, nothing that I'm doing currently interests me in the slightest. <laughs> so these different symptoms. No, yeah, it's not that I've, it's not that I've like just sat there doing nothing and just like when Lisa rings me up and asks me what I've done for the day, it's not like oh, I've been a bit bored today. Uh, I'm not like, well, I've just been sitting here looking at nothing. I've actually like tried to been more active in filling the time. And I felt that actually getting rid of a word from my lexicon and vocabulary, I've, it's helped me. So I thought that... So in turn, you've so, not really given up the word board. You've tried to give up being bored. Yeah, but I felt that by giving up the word, by giving up the expression, so instead of saying, mm. oh, I was a bit bored, so I did something, it's just, I did something. Um, so you don't, you don't, does you don't, you does don't it just stretch to things like that. the word boring? Pardon? Does it stretch to word the word boring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is it yeah, just yeah. bored? It's all, it's all um, comp- So in 2017... Everything so, in the boredom family. So in 2017, mm. I want to get rid of another word. Until in 2025... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's reductive philosophy. <laughs> so yeah, so I want to see, see if the so theory what, holds. What, I want to see if I can get rid of another word. And can we get can we go our listeners to vote on the word you'll drop for 2017? <laughs> 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 well, even though we're recording this at the start of December, I feel like it might be a bit too late for me on Twitter on New Year's Eve. Hang on, hang on. Oh, the word's happy. Shit. <laughs> New or, Year! Or just New Year! <laughs> just the letter A. <laughs> um, oh, brilliant. Well, I think that's a really, I think that's a really good idea. I think um, for my resolution... So you're not going to help um, me? I'm go- help me pick I'm, a new I'm word. I'm not going to what? Well, I mean, do you want us to help you make? I did. I did find. I did think about the word hate. Like, if I got rid of the word hate, because that's usually such like a horrible sort of yeah. all-encompassing word. You say, "Oh, I hate something." When actually, you don't, do you? Really? No. Like, it's very. Like, yeah, I was about to say, nice. "Nice" would be a good word to drop because that's a horrible word. Nice. Yeah. Which used to be used as an insult, but did it? Nice did. Yeah. Get a bit closer to the mic, Chris. Sorry. You, no, the word <laughs> "nice" used to be used as an insult. Really? What yeah. in a sarcastic way? No, no, no! It just meant something bad. It was a horrible what you. Somebody was nice. It was just a horrible kind of an insult to them. It's just become this kind of. Now it's kind of had this kind of bit of a mere passive aggressive kind of quality to it. Yeah. It was always something negative originally. Mm. Yeah. Learned that in the latest series of QI with Sandy Toxfig. Well done. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I like the fact that Chris is so used to writing kind of academic papers. Even when he says a fact, he has to give the source as well. As yeah. a footnote yeah, to his conversation. <laughs> Citation needed. Um, so, well, what do you want to give up, it might, I, might, like, I might give up hate. I think in the world that we're living in, that, that would be a positive 
that or I yeah. don't know. Have you, have you seen that? Should, yeah. Sam, should we watch that Tarantino film, The Full Eight? <laughs> <laughs> Ten things I about you. <laughs> if you keep this going, I'll be very, very impressed. Go on. Go on. Do you want me to open up IMDb? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, officer, it wasn't a... It was just a crime. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Anyway, uh, so, Pete, you were you were oh, musing on yep. your maybe resolution. Well, I... Uh, I don't know. I... I Take more supplements. I, would like to do another res- resolution this year. Uh, I managed to do all... Well, I managed to do half of my resolutions, actually, uh, last year, but I had, like, 15 of them, so <laughs> I think I went a bit overboard. When I was in Bristol visiting Pete, for half the day I was forced to carry around his diary in my backpack, and he showed me <laughs> He showed me in his ledger of a diary, his... Uh, his uh, tome. His, his tome, yeah. He showed me his resolutions page. Yeah. It's quite... Um, it's quite the interesting, intense. intense. It's 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 a mix between quit milk and create a an award winning game. Like it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Pete like the Samuel Pete yeah. of our generation. <laughs> I love the idea of him like wanting to do fifteen, getting to like seven, and being like, "All right, then." <sighs> Quit milk, all right. <laughs> Quit that milk. One. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm just making uh, it up. I just know he drinks like Alpro soy. So yeah, no, it was it was like one of them was like learn net runner, <laughs> like, uh, and like, but then one of them was like uh, make and put on a platform a whole video game, and clearly that's not been done yet. We still got time, uh, so uh, of my own, I should say. Um, but yeah, I I think. I don't know. I, I I managed to I managed to do the gym one, which was join a gym and actually go to it. So that's all right. But <laughs> and then never go back again. Yeah. When was the last time you went, Pete? And then never go back. Uh, uh, Wednesday. <laughs> I want to say. Okay. Yeah, I want to say Wednesday. Um, I go. I've I've uh, for the last two weeks I've been going once a week, which is not good. But um, it's better I want to get it back to two a week. It is better than none. I've been watching a Japanese reality TV show where they where they cook the most incredible food. Right, but that's not it's not like a food Japanese show. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of it. It just takes place in Japan and it involves food, but it's not a (laughs) Japanese food show. No, 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 no. no. But it's called Terrace House. Terrace House. Terrace House. I thought you said Terrorist House. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) I know. I'm so sorry. Terrace House. (laughs) Terrorist house. <laughs> Just leaving six strangers in a room full of like anti anti like capitalist and anti West propaganda. Just we'll see how long it takes. Dear Ed in the yeah. terrorist house. Um, it's called Terrace House. Okay. It's um, a. Uh, it, it used to be a show in um, in Japan, but uh, they stopped broadcasting it basically and then uh, Netflix picked it up and revived it for a new series so it's on Netflix currently and it is one of the I'm pretty much addicted to it it's incredible it's absolutely oh, fantastic um, 
because it's a reality show like nothing we've ever had in this country before. Like it's probably a reality show with um, a much adherence to the term reality that that I think you know when Big Brother started and you know they had like psychologists looking at it and it were, and Channel Four was just like yeah this is really an experiment yeah that if you mm-hmm. win you get ten thousand pounds or whatever but so and everyone's just like oh yeah it's really interesting let's watch these people and how they interact but this show has no there's no prize money there's no um, uh, there's no like locking them into a house basically like see six Japanese strangers three girls three boys they they are in this house filmed all the time they've got one car they keep all their jobs most of them at university so every day they go out and do their jobs every day they go out to university no. they can leave at any time once they've got what they want from the experience they can up and they can leave um they pay for all their own food. There's nothing to win. So there's no like backstabbing. There's no like double agendas. There literally are just six people in a house and you just watch and see how their develop their relationships develop and how they act between them. Like it's the rawest, most interesting um, way of looking at life. And what's interesting as someone who lives in England is that it's such a fascinating insight into Japanese customs and Japanese behavior and the food that they prepare mm. is absolutely incredible. Like when they, before they eat food, they thank each other for the food. And before they leave the table, they thank each other for the table. And, and um, when they all meet for the first time, they all like utter the same phrases like, oh, it's really good to meet you. It's really good to meet you. And everyone is so polite. And so um, there's just this wonderful like, customs to all their behavior like how they meet each other how they greet each other how they behave in front of each other you know covering Mm. their mouths when they're laughing at someone and rather than with someone to kind of hide that they're um sort of laughing in a derogatory way or or something like that it's really it's isn't it's so but the thing is like that's the reason i started to watch it because i was interested in it i wanted to see like a slice of japanese culture and asian culture because i've never really seen it before but the more i've watched it the more i'm like interested in huh yeah so they're just like being adults and solving situations in really adult ways and like the show's not edited sorry and the show's not edited together to like exploit anyone or the show's not out to make anyone a winner it's just like these are people living lives in another country that's really interesting the um because i i i watch um my favorite genre of um, Japanese animation is uh, is what's called slice of life, um, and obviously it's slightly in, slightly enhanced, uh, you know, life. Uh, but it, it it tends to cover the same sorts of things. Like so, you you start to learn about. I mean, there's the traditional like there's the sort of typically uh, memeish, jokey like senpai and all that sort of stuff where you know it's about like. Uh, honorifics when you're at school and all that's that sort of thing like talking about the people in the in the year above you and and, and that kind of thing uh but um the slice of life stuff covers a lot of that it covers a lot of the um you know the the sitting down to dinner and the and the having the conversation and, and family being a very connected thing and yeah. having like like it's not uncommon for grandparents for example to live with the family yeah um, like lots and lots of that sort of stuff. So that's really fascinating that you're finding that interesting because there's a whole bunch of really, really cool, not awful, you know, like, I mean, 
no offense to anybody who likes them, but I can't stand like Bleach and Naruto and all that sort of rubbish. But like, there's uh, quite a lot of really fun, interesting slice of life uh, Japanese animations that are probably probably right up your street if you're interested in like social mores. Yeah. Well, I think that as you've got there, Sam. I mean, I I I'm not a big fan of kind of reality TV anything like that, but when it first was kind of created and kind of you like see your big brothers and stuff like that it was about exploring what people are like and what people do before it got hijacked by the kind of the shock treatment that you get now of just mm. putting a group of attractive people in the house watching them argue and yell at each other watching them flirt and stuff like that or yeah. stuff like I'm a celebrity get me out of here where it's just let's put them through hell and just laugh and joke it's kind of like the Coliseum kind of thing just watching people suffer Whereas what it what it started off as being was about ex- exploring what people do in their lives, understanding um, elements of social behaviour. There's a series. There's a series called um, Secret Life of. There's a series Secret Life of Four Year Olds or Secret Life of Five Year Olds, where they have these psychologists watch a group of four or five year olds, whichever kind of age group they're, they're looking at within a playground environment and assess the relationships and how relationships develop and how they are maybe standing up to one another or developing strengths or weaknesses or how they latch onto things. And it's really fascinating to see these kind of things. So I kind of, I can understand where you're coming from, Sam, that to see something from a completely other culture is really interesting because you're yeah. not, you're not having to worry about the fact of, as you say, it's not being edited to, sh- to, make you wait to see the explosion of the argument that's going to happen because so-and-so left the milk out of the fridge and didn't put it back and now there's no milk for anyone to have cereal. Uh, all that nonsense. It's just about people living their lives. And it's yeah. when you throw in the stuff of the other cultures, that's when it's kind of really interesting. It's really... The, the show actually is really like... There's like this weird almost dichotomy with Japanese behavior and I apologize to anyone who knows more about the culture than I do like literally all I know about it is the video games they produce and this show like yeah. <laughs> that that is it and there's this like yeah. wonderful politeness to it but also there's like this this strange sort of brazen way that they are with each other it's almost like because they're so polite they're happier to be like really honest with each other like this when they first come in this guy joins and he's a baseball player and he comes in and he has like sweat patches underneath his arms and like he's holding up his hand and like someone he's never met before just comes straight up to him like one of the new people in the house and just says oh your sweat patches are showing sweat you know your sweat patches are showing that's yeah. really gross and like is that what they're called sweat patches sweat patches yeah mm-hmm. and he's just like oh no like oh no like oh yeah no I'll, I'll keep them hidden like doesn't take it in offence like at all and like they're really like and they have discussions around the like they've been together for like three weeks um that's like how far i'm up in the and they're already like talking about you know what they want to do with their lives in the future and have you got plans and this is what i want to do and like they're just generally having like really adult conversations and because it's not fueled by drink or money or sex like it's just so my god it's just it's such a brilliant like you couldn't do it i don't think you could do it in this country i don't think that it's without anyone like netflix like just being able for them being able to do it like sponsor free or anything like that i think that you know you just couldn't it would have to be like a documentary kind of thing or yeah yeah 
I think Castaway was a... probably the the closest that we yeah. that we got to like a, what with yeah. what with Bill Murray. Bill Murray, Tom Hanks. Well, first of all, it was Tom okay. Firstly, you're talking about the TV the show. Who saw that, are you the person who couldn't? You really were flummoxed by that meme, that picture of people couldn't tell whether it's Tom Hanks or Bill Murray. <laughs> with him yawning. Jesus Christ! Unbelievable. I, I wonder when this. I wonder if we get another instance of this before the end of the year with Pete, hideously mistaking, confusing people. Peter Willington, the king of popular culture. For 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 the Secret Santa, whoever was Pete's Secret Santa, I know he requested. Maybe we can do this next year. It's just a chart of popular people, like a, a, a diagram chart of what they're famous <laughs> for, their face, and a couple of their hits or movies or comics that they've yeah. written. So you know, so it's something that you can reference to. Some kind of placard or crib sheet. I movies. just, I honestly, I wouldn't look at it. I, I would look <laughs> at it and I wouldn't know any of the people or any of the things that they'd done. Pete, Pete um, did you have an alter ego when you were a child? An alter ego? Like a nickname or anything. <laughs> an alter ego, Chris! What, what Pete would be mean, the, Pete is the kind of person I imagine he would as a child. He would have fabricated it in time. Or at least developed one now because yeah, of his childhood. Yeah, an alter ego. For- yeah. <laughs> his fractured mind. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to cope with, uh, with uh, life. Just to cope with being Pete Wellington. (laughs) (laughs) So stressful. Yeah. yeah, Hey, Mum and Dad, meet Sean Taylor. (laughs) I'm your new son and I don't give any shits. (laughs) Only for the weekend. I'm going to eat all the cookies. Um, Yeah, no. uh, No, I didn't have any alternative... (laughs) You wasn't a superhero. Do I I have multiple personality disorder? (laughs) Is that what you're... I, personally, I don't think that's a light and frothy subject did matter. You, did you fight crime at the weekend? Yeah. I'm saying, did you have a nickname as a child? Um, or did everyone I, call you Peter? I did have a nickname as a child Go when on. I was at school. That's the best time Go for on. it. I feel, I, feel, I feel like this is going to be good because you like really don't want to tell us. Yeah, there's an ambition. <laughs> We've known you for a while and it's never come up. <clears throat> You're squirming. This is like the time you told us. This this is brilliant. Like only a few months ago, we learned that you nearly became a monk or a martial arts specialist. <laughs> we basically became Iron Fist. <laughs> and now, and now, <coughs> you had an extra one. Yeah. Can we try and guess? Can we try and guess what? So was was the nickname based on a facet of your personality, a hobby, uh, an action? Was it Peter's or a facet of your body? It was. Oh yeah, but I mean, come just, on. Just tell us uh, what it reflected or referred about uh, you. My hair. All right, okay. Oh, oh, hang on. Washy Willington. Close. Please wash it. (laughs) Floppy. No, 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 no. What? No. Dan Druff. Dirty haired. Dirty haired. Dan Dan. Dirty hair Wellington. What? What made you think I had dirty hair? You can tell Dan wasn't the school bully. Well, yeah. I'm going to just think of what what people might made fun of your hair about. I said Flopsy first, and you you answered me with a blank look. Was it Widow's Peak? I don't have one now, Chris. <laughs> I know, but it's, I'm just thinking <laughs> hairstyles that might be. Yeah, I don't know, Pete. Um, uh, was it a, was it a play on your surname, Wellington? No, it wasn't. No. no. 
All right. What what was your what was your nickname? My then? nickname at school uh, was uh, uh, Shammy. 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 Was in like, Shammy leather. Yeah, like, I, like so the window cleaning. It was because my hair was quite. It was like slightly longer. Like it wasn't like. I went basically. I grew up in a very, very, very like straight laced area, and because my hair was slightly longer, and this was when I was maybe like twelve, thirteen, and like it was slightly sort of like I had like I, I had a bowl haircut and all that sort of rubbish, right? Like, and like because it was quite big like that, I think people just referred to, like they thought it. They thought that they could use my hair as like. It was so long; it was like a towel or something like that. Or you- clean their windows. I think. I think it's a. I think it's a testament. A at towel. The, I think it's a testament at the school that you went to that the first frame of reference I had was a post leatherette yeah. piece of uh, equipment that's yeah, usually used for buffing cars. Um, yeah, like. Yeah, or yeah, like rather than just call you towelhead. Yeah, my nickname was Frosty because my surname's yeah, but- Frost. <laughs> yeah. But- <laughs> <laughs> Nicknames, particularly at school, don't re- require no. a massive leap of imagination. I had people, I had people who I went to school with who really. didn't know my name was Daniel. <laughs> Brilliant. Was that the teachers? Yeah. Frosty did really well at yeah. his GCSEs. <laughs> yeah, parents yeah. evening. But, but Dan was, da- Daniel Frosty. He never comes to right. class. Frosty's always there. But Dan, <laughs> never. <laughs> his truancy record's off the scale. I had a nickname. I, I my nickname was quite boring. It was um, I obviously had Darby or Darbs or Brian was a nickname I had. <laughs> like my friend told me that I looked like a Brian. Like I didn't look like a Chris. So I should be Brian. So many people called me Brian for quite a while. That was it, really. You did embrace that for a while. You had an email address of was... Mr. Brian Evans. Yeah, I did. All right, okay. Well, thank you, <laughs> listeners. If you want to, you want to email me on my old account. You email can. your old account. What are they going to do, Chris? I don't know. But um, I had. Um, I was also. I was also I was on the rugby team as well, obviously. And uh, Destruction Derby was my nickname. <laughs> so I was the, genuinely I was the best tackler. That doesn't surprise genuinely. me. That doesn't surprise me. My racing snake physique. Yeah, Samwise. Did you have a nickname? Uh, no. Did you have a nickname? Well, did I did. Samuel Turner. I did, but uh, I use that nickname now for most of my internet <laughs> passwords. So, uh, I'm trying to say because it's it's little known, so. Little gnome, is that your name? <laughs> Shit. Uh, no. Okay. I did I did uh, once, um, at, at my school, um, I once had a falling out with two of my friends. And as part of our conflict resolution, uh, we had to get together in the library and we had to... Um, <laughs> a neutral zone. And we had to uh, apologise to each other for the fight that we'd had. And we'd have to come up with nicknames for each other. As a way of, <laughs> this is brilliant as, pedagogy. As, as a way of, you know, bonding us. And I was given the nickname Shakes. 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 <laughs> Shakes. Lucky man. Uh, and that was because I liked drama. So. Oh my God. Oh, Shakespeare. That's in Shakespeare. So, so hang on, hang on. You got into a fight. Yeah. And the resolution wow. was them giving you a name after the Shakespeare. The resolution was it. I mean, that was another Versailles treaty came about. <laughs> what are we going to call you? Uh, on what? There's a little part of the Declaration of Independence that you don't see. Is that like we hereby like uh, a nation under God, like free speech for everyone? And Thomas Jefferson really wants to be called <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> 
George Washington really washy wants wash. to be called Washy Washy. So, so how, hang on, I'm not letting this drop. How did you get into this fight? Then? What, I don't know. I can't don't, remember. Don't, it's, 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 it's raw. Don't it feels like this is raw. Were you, was it like a proper punching fight? So? I think it was just like uh, a disagreement about something. I once, I once did actually get into a fight with someone else at school for mocking their love of Spider-Man. And they threw it, and they. <laughs> this is a lovely segue because the new Homecoming trailer has just come out. I know, it's fantastic. And, I, and they threw a chair at me, and look at they me th- now. Whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa! They threw a chair <laughs> at you. Yeah, I, I remember doing something like, "Oh, you like Spider-Man, don't you?" And like making. To bear in mind, listener, right, that sure. at this point I was like sure. seven or eight, like I was okay. childish. But, but you, yeah. but and, you, you know, the and, uh, um, obviously you picked on Bruce Banner. The uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean I I don't I, and it's a complete hypocrisy of the situation because I used to as a child like run around the playground reenacting scenes from aliens. <laughs> <laughs> so as a child I, you saw aliens. <laughs> well, yeah. Jesus. Anyway, right, but yeah, but Spider-Man: Homecoming. I saw that trailer the day. It, it looks just as adorable as his cameo in Civil Marvel. Yeah. Um, Captain America Civil War looks really good and I was thinking of you Pete because I know that you were that child at Sam Bowie because <laughs> um, you're a massive Spider-Man fan yeah. <laughs> and you love that chair I love to see, yeah I love Spider-Man um, yeah 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 Shammy loved the chair yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. seven year old Shammy um, loved it at Shakes um, <laughs> Shammy and so Shakes yeah, it looks really oh Christ <laughs> Shammy and Shakes Christ it's like it's like the worst like uh, young young uh, young child like detective agency ever Shammy and Shakes PI yeah <laughs> yeah Shammy Shakes Frosty and Brian <laughs> undercovering exam cheating someone's been caught with but, cigarettes um, by the bike shed um so um no, that, that 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 trailer looks good. It looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looks. I mean, it's um, the third Spider-Man film in about a third different Spider-Man in about two years. So. It's the second. It's the third reboot in five years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, um, well, it looks fun. It looks fun. I love that bit where he's like, um, um, Tony Stark reaches across from oh, the back yeah, of the limo yeah, yeah. and uh, he goes in for a hug. He says, "No, it's not a hug. I'm just opening the door for you." I wonder. I wonder if this is like the. The big arc of it is this: this is the softening of of Tony Stark, and like this is mm. his redemption in a way. Like he sees, like he's. I think I feel the reason that he's not left the Avengers yet is that he feels some sort of responsibility, some sort some sort of paternal reason to stay, or his successor or his reason to take a step back has yet to produce themselves. Like I think that everyone he's brought in or like championed into the Avengers has very much been their own person very much been like sort of there's been no need they've already had their technology or they really like um, they don't need to depend on Tony that well but here comes Spider-Man Peter Parker who doesn't have a father figure who doesn't have access to the to the technology that he has access to so maybe throughout this film we start seeing Tony Stark this is the reason why he takes and eventually why RDR takes a step back from the Marvel Universe is because you know because that's what he wants to do like he doesn't want to really be Iron Man anymore so this gives him an excuse to say right I've given you Spider-Man 
you don't need Iron Man anymore. Right. And uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah, I excellent sh- trailer. Oh, my word, Fantastic. yeah. Fantastic. Great score. Um, <laughs> um, Fox on the Run by Sweet. Great track. Mm-hmm. 70s. Um, I recently showed my partner the first film. She enjoyed it. She just loved Groot. Groot's Baby brilliant. Groot. Baby Groot is uh, growing on me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey. uh, uh. Oh. I think um, I th- uh, from what I've heard is that they're not planning on doing anything in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 which is going to feed into uh, the um, the Infinity War stuff no they're still keeping the universes very separate but I think that because many people will I think they'll, they'll do something it won't be like uh, really in-depth there's nothing kind of essential to the whole series but they'll do something in the same way they do with the first Guardians they'll have there'll be a connection it'll just be fairly kind of tangential yeah I think what they mean by that is that Thor's not going to turn up or Strange isn't going to appear I think it's not going to be a Civil War deal no or even Doctor Strange which um, which is basically a hour and you know a 90 minute film of here's our MacGuffin Um, Sam Yes. Um, why was your egg sandwich so important? Oh, my egg sandwich. Exciting? I made an egg sandwich the other yeah. day. I was in a rush to get to right. work and I didn't have anything to put in my sandwich. As you know, it's the quickest sandwich one can make is an egg one. Well, actually, it took me quite a lot of time. Actually, well, no, it didn't. I would argue that cheese... Cheese is pretty good. Is no. quicker I'll, than egg. No, but no, we, no. All know, we all know the quickest sandwich to make is a butter sandwich. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, the last time we talked about that was when we were in the same recording set. We were both recording together. Oh, yeah, me and Chris are recording together, which is sometimes why he sounds off mic, because he's looking at me. I know, it's so hard. <laughs> Gazing longingly into your, your um, eyes. Well, uh, <laughs> it was just... It was, it, the, the egg sandwich that I had was as a combination of time I had to prepare it plus how tasty it actually turned out to be and how hungry I was like right. that as an equation right. um, because yeah the eggs were just storm. about to go out of date boiled them ch- nice chilled them in nice. ice water like this was literally like 10 minutes in boiling 2 minutes in ice unwrapped mayo parsley salt pepper bam in a sandwich out the door Oh, Sam, you've you've done really well there. And and was it a satisfying yeah, sandwich? Some of it, I had the last of it today. How many Ooh. weeks ago did you make now, it? <laughs> how big was the sandwich? Uh, oh, normal size. Normal Why size. did it take you two days to eat it? Because, oh, I made four eggs worth. I made four eggs worth of... Four eggs worth no, of sandwiches? four eggs worth of filling. Oh, okay, I'm with you. Uh, okay, it's only so an egg sandwich. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I thought you made like a really big oh, We're not dealing with NASA here, really, are we? <laughs> It's not like the JFK conspiracy. <laughs> but you said you ate the sandwich on the Tuesday, but today's a Thursday. It does not compute. <laughs> I um the uh so the, the the thing that I love about egg sandwiches uh as a thing is when you take them into yeah. work, you yeah. know you know you have that little that little cheeky knowledge that everyone in the office can smell your sandwich and no one's going to say anything because everybody else wants to have a delicious egg sandwich at some point in the future, but everyone is slightly pissed off that you've bought in an egg sandwich and are eating it. No one's saying anything about it. I love that knowledge where you're eating a slightly stinky but still socially accepted food 
and like no sushi. one's allowed to say anything. It's just like, um, I guess a little bit like sushi, or if you've had like maybe you've like reheated a tomato dish at work. What, for example, like you might be having a reheated bolognese or something like that. <laughs> well, um, what's that? Why is that socially like, unacceptable? No, I, I think that's a socially acceptable. Will be if you, it will be if you use just his hands to eat it. That'd be socially acceptable. <laughs> no, that's yeah. No, that's socially acceptable. These socially unacceptable foods. Well, let's make a list. All right. One, cheese and <laughs> onion fine. crisps. Two. Hang on. What? No, they're not fine. They're absolutely the the we're, we're, very okay. Well, what about pickled onion? Surely that's worse because that's actually like a. Oh yeah, that's worse. Definitely. Yeah, but okay, definitely. okay, okay. I but come it's still into your on office. The list. With a cheese and onion bomb, yeah. or a monster munch pickled onion um, uh, bomb. <laughs> Couldn't think of another explosive Look, it's, it's sandwich. The word you're going to lose in 2017. <laughs> and and I so, and, and which one pickled- would you rather I set off in the middle of your office? I would rather I would rather have a pickled onion. Why? One. Surely that's a more pickled offensive of- one. A pickled onion bomb would be like tear gas. <laughs> 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 I think actually that's I do believe that's actually what the military refers to as and I don't think there are yeah. any crisps that I would consider to be too strong to be Damn, socially unacceptable powerful. what about the scam- lemon and scampi knickknack yeah yeah equally gross but cheese and onion crisps in public should be a, should be worthy of capital punishment like it is absolutely foul there, but yeah the other foods I would say other foods that should not be allowed in public right um, smoked kippers or uh, something like that smoked mackerel which I've been known to flaunt I've had it in the office before and people have gone that absolutely stinks to high hell and I've gone I know it's delicious uh, everyone must love you at work I'd say one of the worst things uh, happened at work was uh, we had a staff meeting and one of my colleagues had just travelled back from um, uh, Malaysia I think and he came back with, um, mm-hmm. you know, one of the stinkiest um, fruits in the world is this thing called durian fruit. Uh, he brought yeah, durian fruit yeah. flavored chocolate, and you just open it and you have that, you know, the satisfying snap of the, you know, you snap the chocolate. I mean, you snap yeah. that. It was suddenly like we suddenly it was, had the smell of like a rotten corpse in the room. <laughs> well, we're trying to have this staff meeting, no. and he left it. You know, he, he broke it up into pieces and put it on the table in front of us to help ourselves <laughs> to the steering fruit flavored chocolate. <laughs> we ended up binning it outside in the corridor, the bin outside in the corridor, and it just stunk out of that corridor. And people were walking down, what, what's that? Bloody smell! <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's banned off public transport in like um, some uh, countries. Um, it's it's the same as that um, that rotten fish that they have in um, yeah which in you Finland. have you have to like open it with a tin open mm. it underwater and it's like because like basically the, the tin buckles doesn't it because um, it, it, it's putrefying inside it it swells the tin bloody hell I know it's incredible. yeah the um, the the in Finland they um, so in Finland around the the summertime they have this um, and it's not really particularly widely known outside of Finland but they have this holiday every single year. And around the summertime, all the Finns tend to go out into the countryside, and they like they'll they'll go out to like log cabins and be around. It's like a family time basically, and it's a time to go out and, and enjoy the sun and and um, and, uh, and kind of be at, be out and uh, amongst nature and stuff. And that is when they eat that food because all of the eating is done outdoors, and so you can get away with eating that food. 
but they just they tend not to eat it during like winter months and stuff like that because obviously in Finland it's very very cold all the time uh, uh, during winter. And yeah, yeah, like this this I've never had that tin stuff. Mind you, like that that area of the world in the Scandinavian countries they tend to have like quite uh, quite strong flavored foods. Like they're also really uh, famous for like really hard uh, um, like hardcore licorice, oh, yes. like salted and, um, licorice. Like, I, Iceland, it's incredible. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it is delicious, but it, um, but like the worst thing I've ever heard of, and I would love to try this. I would love to go there and try this. In Iceland, um, they have this delicacy, which is it's it's a fish that you bury <laughs> in the sand, and then a pregnant woman yeah. pisses on it. What, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Just row back a bit. Just yeah. row. Yeah. Yeah. Just row back a bit. <laughs> Which okay. bit Sam do you want to? Um, right, the fish I'm all right with. Okay, okay, that's fine. Okay, I'm fish. I'm right with. Yeah, I, 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 no, wait, 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 Sam, 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 Sam. The fish, the fish is buried that's and it. rots. Okay, well, okay, and well, it's dead as well. Yeah, because I was happy with the burying in the sand. So I'm aware of like Aboriginal and like Australian outback survival, sure. where you can cook food underneath the sand sure. and yeah. keep it cool underneath the sand. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, but it's let left to rot yep and then a pregnant yes. woman yep a woman with child yep just you yep. have to be in a certain yep do they, how, so, how pregnant yeah, do they have to be I mean Thanks. that affects the price of the fish ultimately I think okay <laughs> it's the grape isn't it? the vintage of the grape <laughs> so, so, so a woman who's just about to drop yeah. that's really your pristine yeah. rotted fish Whereas the woman who's actually just had a, a late night with a boyfriend. A late night? Jesus really Christ, is, Dan. Is, your, your bargain basement <laughs> stuff. Just a late night. I might be pregnant, I might not. I've never heard of that as a euphemism for pregnancy. Exactly. It's bargain basement. <laughs> well, congratulations. You are a late night with a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> How far along are you until late Chris, night with your boyfriend? Chris, it... it Seven and a half months. Chris, Chris, it just takes Dan a while, all right? <laughs> he's got to he's got to get ready for it. Um, but okay, and, and nothing will get you ready more. So yes. Oh, so what do they do, so what do they do with a fish once it's rotted and been urinated on? Uh, it's very, I don't know. Well, they yeah, leave they it and then they dig it back up. And but then what they eat it. is that doing anything to the food, or is that just a ri- like a ritualistic like thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It makes it well, I think it must have something to do with the ammonia in the what, urine, almost it, like fish sauce. You know, I was going to say, in all seriousness, yeah. the rotting fish bacteria, maybe the ammonia assists with get like killing some of the bacteria. Is this where the phrase umami came from? But originally it was like umami, umami, no. umami, no. The, nice. the the flavour of yeah. a pregnant woman. That's quite a stretch there, Sam. <laughs> is it, I feel like I'm watching another episode of QI now. <laughs> So unbelievably, unbelievably, we might have we might have xenophobically got some. Well, of, this of course one. we have. Of uh, course, uh, can I just say that I distanced myself. I was back in the boathouse by the time you two were fucking rowing out to the middle of the lake with this. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, it's called it's called hakal, right. um, and it is uh, traditionally prepared by gutting and beheading. A Greenland or basking shark. So not even a fish. Um, so pretty big fish. There is a fish, technically. And basking shark and placing it in a shallow hole dug in gravelly sand with the now cleaned cavity resting on a slight hill. 
The shark is then covered with sand and gravel, and stones are then placed on top of the sand in order to press okay. the shark. The fluids from the shark are in this way pressed out of the body. The shark, the shark ferments for six to 12 weeks, depending on the season in this fashion. Following this curing period, the shark is then cut into strips and hung to dry for several months. During this drying period, a brown crust will develop, which is removed prior to cutting the shark in small pieces and serving. Now, now there's one there's one massive bit that you're yeah, admitting from. Admitting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. that I'm enti- well, actually, he's going to turn up at some point. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, Where did you both hear that? It was when I was in Iceland. But they were having you on, Chris. They've got to have been. I mean, that that classic prank is up there with <laughs> King <laughs> Film on the toilet. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, about I, the pregnant woman. I mean, it's like skyhooks. I've uh, okay, right? I've 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 just realised. I have just realised that I am googling Iceland pregnant piss, and I have the, the results. Have Do you want to add fish into that? Have, I think I've probably fish been part piss. of a list. Uh, <laughs> Sam and I's new variety act that we tour with. <laughs> I'm fish and this is piss. <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, I can't find well because it doesn't exist because do it's ridiculous. Thing. It's an odd thing for me to make up though, and an odd thing for me to misconstrue with someone else. <laughs> That's a it's an image that sticks I was with also you. also funnily enough. <laughs> Funnily enough, Chris, I was I was actually going to mention the other the other thing that that, that they have, which is uh, uh, quite weird. Which is um, uh, they they cut the face off of a sheep. Obviously, it's dead. <laughs> Just the uh, face. at first. Um, they they cut and they they leave that I think to rot somewhere and 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 they start eating that. Dan on the webcam, you look absolutely. Well, of course he is. What's with this leaving it to rot kind of thing? <laughs> because you, I'm sensible. Peter, keep that for Peter, a rainy day. Peter, would, Peter, by no, the way, but, saying but rot would you, is the yeah. word, it's like, that's an improper term. It, it's preserving. It's, it, it's it's just like salting something or or curing something. You're removing the, you're removing the liquids right, sorry, from yeah, something. Curing. So therefore it, so therefore yeah. the bacteria has nothing to, Rots. to yeah. uh, produce it. Or, or, I reckon about 60% of our listeners are now vegetarians after <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's the thing, here's the thing. Would you? You would eat I'll it. I'll try anything right? once. Like you would eat yeah. it. Yeah. Dan, you'd have it, wouldn't you? Depends if I knew what it was yeah, going in. Can I well, meet the uh, woman? Well, yeah, but would that? <laughs> would that? <laughs> yeah, is it like the <laughs> waiting? So he would give you a little, bit, a little sip of it to try. Check if it's being cooked. <laughs> Which that's acceptable. This woman wasn't pregnant. If you knew that it was. <laughs> if you if you knew that it was if you knew what it was, would you eat it? Or if you, but if you didn't know what it was, hang on, hang like, on. Like, we, we, we've been down this road before with bacon. Like, I mean, because I mean, I like to think that I would give anything anything a chance. However, right. if you said to me, "All right, all right, I got this, I got this thing for you," okay, um, a couple of weeks ago, I cut the face yeah. off a sheep, okay, yeah, and, I, and, then I, and then I hung it up for like <laughs> On the six weeks. Line. Do you want some? I'm going to yeah. say no. Can I just say? I'm not going to say, you, yes, please, that sounds delicious. How do you delicious. cut the face off a sheep? Something which has a naturally long protruding jaw. Like, surely that's a... It's like, it's like, Pete, Pete, I can see you typing, do not Google this. <laughs> you will see things that you can never unsee. It's called, it's called... <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> it's Maybe not Google Images, Pete. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, it's called... Hold on. I'm just trying to find out how you pronounce that letter. Uh, I think it's called Svayo. Um, 
and it's <laughs> it's pretty grim looking, uh, but it's sometimes cured in lactic acid, which I'm pretty sure is the thing that yeah. gives you yeah, stitches. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's when your body breathes mm. out of it's not got enough oxygen to pump to the muscles. Yeah, here you go, here you go. Svio, a traditional Icelandic dish consisting of a sheep's head cut in half, singed to remove the fur, boiled with the brain removed... And then sometimes cured oh, that, in lactic Pete, acid, Pete, and Pete, then obviously I'm fine with that. Well, that's just see, that's not yeah, just you the said face. cut off a sheep's face. I said, why the Hannibal <laughs> 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 in memory, not the head, like the smallest bit of a sheep. Just like, uh, no, no, no. no <laughs> let me no. Let me let me clarify. It's like Hannibal Lecter signs to the lambs. In this in this in this article, right? Is it says the cheek? Yeah, but which is. Can we all yeah, agree that no, the face? It's not the whole no, 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 no. The cheek, the cheek is a muscle within the face. The, face. <laughs> the cheek is where most of well, the yeah, meat exactly. is found. Because that's because it chews. It's really tender, isn't no. it? Where it chews. That's why you can you can buy beef cheek. Right. Here's here's another fun Brilliant. thing. Right. How deep uh, is this rabbit hole? You're overestimating the, the word fun. The head is there, right? You and and this person say, "Oh, you dip it in a little bit of rhubarb jelly, delicious." Uh, the 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 next line in this thing, though, which is absolutely fantastic, it's from uh, the Chicago Tribune, a uh, food writer, says, "Quote: Just beware of the eyes; those baby blues are considered a delicacy." Now follow you around the room. <laughs> sounds a bit like that bit in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom when you got the monkey's brain. Chilled monkey brains. What's the worst? Oh. Thing, what's the worst thing? Like oh. I think the most out of thing I've ever eaten is I've eaten um, scorpion, I've eaten uh, beetle, uh, I've eaten ants. Yep. And yeah. yeah, your parents and can I've take you anywhere, can they? Uh, I think grasshoppers. <laughs> I've eaten grasshoppers. Okay. I've not eaten anything kind of really kind of bad. Um, the strangest, most obscure things I've eaten. I've had kangaroo. Oh, I've had kangaroo. I've had crocodile. That's nice. I've had yeah. emu. Yeah. Emu's mm. probably the, the most obscure thing that I've eaten. Crocodile I've eaten. It's nice. It tastes like ham. Um, I had bear pate. Uh, what pate? Was, uh, bear. Tasty. bear pate. Bear, bear pate. Um, you're, not just be, you're not just using the words of the youth. I had some bear pate. It's not like Tesco Valley. It's got literally <laughs> yeah. nothing else in it. It's just the, the bare minimum. <laughs> Um, yeah, bear pate is quite nice. Um, <laughs> and uh, I've had shark. And uh, what else? I've had shark. I had curry for breakfast once. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just being a student. Did you, did you put? Did you, did you still no, that, pour your milk no, on top no, of it? That was. <laughs> No, Dan, Dan, that was waking up and being in India. That's, that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's actually what that was. That was Staying In with me, Daniel Frost, Sam Turner, Peter Willington and Chris Darby. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can, head over to iTunes and leave us a lovely, lovely review. It's the best way of letting other people know exactly how to find us, who we are and what we do. For more information on everything we've discussed today, you can head over to stayingin.podbean.com or you can follow us on Twitter at stayinginpod. So until next time, thanks for listening. And from all of us at Staying In, wishing you a very, very happy 2017. Goodbye.